0: on being community radio this is oria and tonight we are going to be discussing chatting
1: what you wait until the show starts to adjust your microphone you can do it beforehand we're sitting here for like 15 minutes now he's adjusting
0: now you got your intro right there <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you guys you, you definitely see this is the first time sam you know isn't engineering the show for in quite some time yeah and this while. is the first time i'm kind of doing the show quite some time I Mm -hmm. guess I have been coming in sporadically and the main reason why I have been coming in sporadically is quite frankly I've been overwhelmed have you ever been overwhelmed oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I've been overwhelmed with the changes and shifts and the transitions and it's just sometimes it feels like I am back at square one and sometimes I realize how far I've come Sometimes I know, I know how much work I've done on myself and how much I'm actually enjoying my life. And sometimes it feels like just like it did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've discovered about the change process, the journey of transformation. It's something that Carrie, my wife, my partner, has actually taught me that when we change, when we transform when we grow when we learn something especially in this wake-up process the actual journey goes almost in reverse well you unravel and you go through the twists you go through the dark turns you go through the woundings and all of your negative experiences just enough to shed light on it and voila there's transformation just like a butterfly That we know that in order to transform literally eats their own shit i've heard that recently and every time i think that i've grown and changed i come face to face with another layer another layer where i'm still trying to be someone another layer where I am still operating from a place of ego, selfishness, and ultimately a place where I'm afraid, I'm afraid to be supported by my own truth. Today's podcast, I really have been planning, we have been planning, my wife and I have been planning to come and do this show together, a show about going for what you want, going for what you really want, what does it look like? and we have we've had plans for at least a couple of weeks to come here and of course like every good plan things change not only we have a kid at home we are also going through so much of the changes together we are transforming together we are literally growing going through so much hmm Uh, the depth of what it means to be in partnerships what it means to go for what you want in partnership that at this point we are planning to come next week into the show so today i've decided to be able to speak to to about to, to the to the process of going for what you want from the male perspective but more specifically like the like the lonesome warrior perspective because for me in my life I've always thought that I ultimately have to do everything myself. I've spent Mm -hmm. most of my life, regardless of any partners, whether they were business or romantic, in the essence, essentially, I focused on doing the work on my own, doing my own stuff. And even though I have had up to seven business partners at some point, and we worked together for years, I didn't really understand partnership. I didn't really understand what it's like to work together. I still, I can't say that I do right now. I, I can say that I am having more experience with partnership now than ever before, and I'm it's, I'm just in the beginning of it. So I figured today's show. I could talk what it's been like for me, what it's been like for me as, you know, as a male, as a father, as a partner, as a teacher, as a someone who really, really looked up to and still do in many ways to the American dream, to the dream of being free, to the dream of uh, having the the luxury, the privilege of choosing and making choices and knowing that there is many possibilities that are available. And yet the growth, the transformation, the learning comes comes, especially in this country, in such a... In such a backwards way sometimes it's maybe it's everywhere but over here i've been experiencing that in order to really go for what you want in order to go for what you truly desire it does take the shattering of your reality the shattering of preconceived notions unlearning so much of what you have been taught and most importantly holding strong, really navigating the resistance, especially when your ideas or your desires or your wants go against traditional norms. And I know that so many of us right now, so many of us who feel the urge, feel the the itch to grow, to change, to go beyond beyond the self-help books, beyond the shamanic journeying, not, not, not that there's anything wrong with all of it, but beyond just the learning, beyond just paying your bills, beyond just getting by, beyond just hanging in there, beyond the, not bad, answer, and to truly thrive, to be in charge, in a way, of your own destiny, because you know that you are going for what you have been dreaming about, since you are young, whether you know it or not, you know that there is a process in which we do you do, I do remember who you are and and, and I think it's it's people now
1: are at that point where they want the promise right I mean all these transformational systems all these uh, transformational programs out there they all promise a better life they all promise a more empowered life they all promise something better and i think it's just people have gotten to the point where okay like where is it let's have it now
0: so what's the problem the problem is with the promise what we have been promised, yeah. what we have been promised, so we, we actually what we choose to believe has so much to do with other people's ideas for us. Right. You know, getting, what I'm learning is this, that going for what you really want is almost like a three-act uh, story. Okay. You know, you have the uncovery process where you're discovering. Yeah. You're discovering what it is that you actually want. Right. And then you have the experience itself when you go for it you no. go for what you want. And then that th- is about resilience. It's about standing mm-hmm. strong and may, may I say we used to call it as when we were kids, we talk about it sometimes and we would talk about other people's problems especially ones who we believe have already made it, mm-hmm. ones we believe that have gone through it, they've done it and we used to say that's rich people problems. Mm. <laughs> right? So the third act, the third act in this going for what you want is rich people problems and it's more of a metaphor but we always wish for it we always think that one day we want to have it right and let me tell you it's a real thing because sure most of us have, have such deeply rooted well i'll talk about myself you know i have such deeply rooted ideas i've had about what it means to go for what you want what it means to be successful what it means to really be to have freedom to be in charge of your life that there is a very, very deep and emanating too-good-to-be-true syndrome that happens and we don't really enjoy our life. So even though so much of what we go for actually manifests in our life, most of the time we recreate the same problems, we recreate the same issues and we find ourselves in the same chaos. I am uh, 36 years old and I definitely have, am experiencing the most and the closest I've ever been to my personal goals and desires, going for what I want, teaching, sharing, inspiring. And at the same time, I have the same drama, the same issues in so many areas as I've had 10 years ago before making all the changes. Right. So, and I know so many of us are in the same boat. So many of us, we are doing so much better than we did before and yet so much of the same patterns keep coming back.
1: Right, but and and and, yes, and 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 I think the difference, though, is how you're responding and showing up now is different than you did ten years ago. You know, it it, it's something you said to me. I don't know, a year and a half ago, maybe Mm -hmm. that um, someone asked you. You know, does it get any better? And you said, no, but you do.
0: Right. It's mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a good reminder. <laughs> so, you know, life is still life, but now you're showing up in a better way.
0: And we rarely see that, though. So I'm glad I'm doing right. the show with you. <laughs> <laughs> to remind you. Now, well, it, it's kind of funny because the Carrie coming on the show next week is more than just Carrie coming on the show. We've been together now for seven years. Um uh, this weekend, and i'll just be honest it's it's been seven years to get to the point where we are feeling more like partners now than we've ever before and mm-hmm. um, without much experience of that i mean we have a we have a son together, we have homes together we have a you know we've got seven years under our belt, but we've been kind of individual operations she's been you know mm. the mother taking care of the house you know she fell into a lot of the same roles right. as i you know i would never the traditional act. roles the traditional roles even though as as, as a enlightened as i am <laughs> 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 and as a, it's the last thing i thought that i would recreate right. to, the truth is she fell into the traditional role and i acted in many ways in the traditional role of a man that keeps my own reality and protect her from the hard things and you know everything that i'm supposed to be doing and it actually over seven years it created a lot more disconnection that i would ever think i would Mm -hmm. find myself in especially in this mature enlightened space that i would like to be so there is a definitely a transition that's happening and i can say that, that cl- the thing that's getting us the closest together carrie and i that th- is me being super honest about what it is that i really want what it is that i am really attracted to what it is that i'd like to explore and you know having having those type of it's more than a conversation because it's months and months and months of uh, discussions yeah, and sure. deep work together and getting to these vulnerable places are so terrifying and so scary yet when they happen there is such a real turn on that happens between both of us that i have never experienced before
2: know mm. you are loved sweet dreams Till your soul is released Know you are loved Rest in peace Dream your sweet dreams
0: Remembering who you are is all about is connection when you forget when we forget, when humans forget who we are and therefore is all the chaos that we are experiencing on this earth, it really is a lack of connection, lack of connection to Mother Earth, lack of connection to ourselves, lack, lack of connection to life itself. And so much, there is such deep work that needs to happen individually and as in partnerships, romantic business and everything in life is a relationship. That it really is—it's it's mind-boggling, earth-shattering type of conversations that have always transformed me from one reality to the next, from a place of feeling like I—I I am uh, constipated creatively, financially, spiritually—to a place where I feel supported, I feel connected. I know that I'm not alone and those have always happened through vulnerability, through the hard conversations and I find myself having a lot of those in my life. I mean, it could be, it could be, you know, wanting to, uh, leaving religious schools at a young age or not wanting to go to college or starting new businesses and all of that, what that means or selling my businesses. There's so many things that I know, I know, I basically know two things that are really true for me in all these years about going for what you want. Okay, and then we can break some of that down. But there's, I know what works, and I know what doesn't work. What works is spaced action. Action, but spaced. You know, giving, taking an action, making a new move, and then give it space. Mm. It's very critical to understand that. Sometimes we we take actions from a frantic place. we got to change. Things got to move. We do things fast. We take the action. We send the email. We book the space. We take the course, whatever it may be. We break up, whatever it may be. And then instead of giving it space, we just keep doing it. We keep going for another change and another change and another change. Another action, rather. Because every action is change. It takes a lot of courage and guts to give things space. And I, so that I know does work consistently, just taking space between actions and being really, really like Zen-like about it. Mm-hmm. And then what doesn't work, even with all the spaced action, is a, a form of what I can call constricted communication where you don't really say which – okay, I'll talk about me – where I didn't really say what I mean, what I feel, what I want – but all these years, as an entrepreneur, as a teacher, as a partner, even as a father, my son is only, he's almost four, but I can already see the effects that it does have on him when I don't express myself fully. Oh. So now we say, well, it's so easy to talk, to say, you know, just express yourself fully, tell the truth. But what if your truth de- is deemed bad or negative or. You're afraid of hurting other people's feelings, right? And that's where we get into the, the, the mess that we're all in, and as a society, because we are literally we are trained to just tell bullshit every day. I mean, we really have different versions of ourselves, you know, to our wives, to our husbands, to our partners, to our coworkers, to our colleagues, and we all walk around literally thinking that no one knows what we're thinking. And yet, at the same time, we are 100% sure that we know what other people think. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: And sometimes we get so caught up in the the bullshit, we, we don't even know what we really want. You know, even just getting to that first step of that clarity of like, what is it that we really authentically want in our lives? Not what society tells us. Not, oh, yeah, I want the big house and fancy car and, you know, all this and that, all the bling bling. You know, the truth is, it, that doesn't turn on most people, yet we all act like, oh, you know, like that's what we want.
0: And the truth is, that's not what lights up our souls. So let's talk about that. So it's a three-act journey right Right. going for what you want you got the discovery process we have the actual experience and then we have the resilience which right So let's talk about the discovery process okay Mm -hmm. like you said in order for us to go for what you want we have to know what it is that we want we need the clarity however before we get into this let's get something clear (laughs) speaking of clarity (laughs) yeah it's it's a long process it's a journey it's a real journey to know what you love especially in our society because knowing what you want is ultimately knowing what makes you happy knowing what turns you on knowing what you love as you know what fulfills you what provides you meaning that makes you feel like you're a human being that's contributing to this community of humans knowing what gives you goosebumps knowing what it is that you you can go to sleep at night knowing that you made a difference this is, it's not enough to watch a couple of documentaries and get excited and say, this is what I want to do. It, it, it's a long journey. Now, some people are born with it. Some people know it. I don't know. I feel like it's a mix. I think we all have hints along the way. We all, uh, life continues to send us into places where we have the opportunity to experience what it is that we're here to learn what it is that we're here to teach, what it is that we're here to contribute, yet most of the time we don't pay attention. So we experience constant change and constant shifting, hopefully with the idea that we pay attention and say, hey, there's is, there is a pattern here. You know, what if I actually am starting to believe, and this is, could be pretty different, that there's no such thing as self-sabotage. Oh, that's yeah. an interesting concept. Well... Why not? What if everything is really life's autocorrect? Aha. you know we have this fear that we, you know, uh, we're self sabotaging. Uh, but what if really think about it? What if every time you self sabotage is because you're not telling the truth to oh. yourself, to people around you? There's something you are not on course, you're not on path. Okay. And I, I can face my own, you know, the, my own journey and my life and realize that. Every time I've done something or did something that I wouldn't do again or there was a negative experience I always not just learned but hopefully changed. Yeah. So self-sabotage is you know this very magical way of life itself showing us that we are here to do something specific. And mm-hmm. not just that, we're here to learn something specific. See, what's the point of So life is made up of this good, raw, pure, loving energy that also has the opposite of just the ability to destroy and basically kill itself. Now, what's the point of life if it didn't split up into, if it continues to split up and continues to long for itself so together we can create something new, thats something that's not here? There is something that we are trying to create as human beings there is something that we, as life itself, are are really building towards. And while it does begin with the individual work, it's only to the point where we, so we can partner up together and create something. So there's this big process of uncovery, discovery of what it is that you want because ultimately, the moment we do experience some of that clarity, the moment we do realize some of these patterns... What happens next, naturally, is a process of sharing. It's a process of creating. It's a process of engagement. And, I mean, you can see it in your own life. Anytime you were really, really, really happy, whether something really good happened to you or you achieved something, whatever it may be, the most natural tendency is to share it. The most natural tendency is to celebrate it with others. It's what we do. And... It's so important. It really is important for us to give each other space. So if you don't really know what you want, okay? If you're one of those people who, I don't know what I want. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my passion is. But you have a deep desire to find out. Then consider this part of the journey your purpose. Consider the Mm -hmm. part of the discovery, when people tell me i don't know what i want i, say, I don't know what my purpose is i always tell them what well, you do it's discovering it
1: uh-huh.
0: that's it really good. is yeah it really is if you are in a place where you're learning where you're searching where you're seeking you know have reverence and awe for this because this is where you learn the most this is where you gain the most experience it's when you think you know it's when you think you have the clarity that's that's when you have to watch out a little bit because mm. we usually have the tendency to be like, okay, finally, I'm I'm, I'm home. I, I know what I want to do. I know what it is, and there's a tendency for us to stop growing. Right. So giving yourself space, mm. giving yourself real space and patience. You know, the the there's a the conscious discovery process. It's a conscious discovery process. Right.
1: That right. And it's an evolving one too because just because you you may realize today like this is what I want to work at now or this is where I want to focus my attention now does not mean two years from now that it could turn into something
0: completely different so it's a really good distinction because I don't really use going for what I want too much in my life those that terminology because Mm -hmm. I've been through so much stuff I've been infatuated with so many ideas and projects and people that I've been around the block (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I, I i know the human pattern yeah. however certain things do stick there are certain uh, commonalities that, I, that 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 are able to maintain my connection so for me i add the words to explore going for what i want to explore, explore. Okay. you know what it is that i want to explore what it is that i want to experience what yeah. it is that you want to try Right. How do you want to learn? Through what action? Mm-hmm. Through what experiences? Just giving yourself that permission. It's not about going for what you want as much as going mm-hmm. for what you want to explore. Yeah. Going for what your soul wants to discover through a certain kind of engagement, through a certain kind of project, a certain kind of relationship. To it really comes down to engage, like, like a presence that's engaged with the world. So going for what you want to explore does take space and it and you have to give it to yourself and we're talking minimum minimum you know two five years i know it's hard to to take that on but if you don't if you haven't taken that conscious journey on like where you are consciously going on this journey where you see what makes you tick what makes you happy if you feel like you haven't had enough experiences where you are clear about the type of experiences you want to try out, just really, really take, you know, as kids, we have the time, uh, uh, but our parents mm-hmm. don't give it to us, mm, you know, in our culture. In our culture, we are being thrusted into knowing and getting and fitting in so quick that right now, most people need the time, the space, and the permission to not know and to explore what it is they want to to explore
2: Beloved child.
0: So the conscious discovery process, patience, presence, the ability to unlearn, the conscious place where you're just literally gathering experiences just as a reference point. And I imagine that you know. I guess that's what people do in school, right? Like they just gather experiences or learning experiences in order to use them later. But we have to do that in life too. (laughs) Right,
1: right. Like just because you're out of class doesn't mean that you're still not learning new things to see it's like it's kind of like do i like math or biology right
0: same kind of deal so you know i've spent 30 years at least 15 years this uh, like looking for it like consciously discovering what it is that i like and it was more of a sense of remembering because throughout all my projects uh, as you know, in technology and real estate and the personal development, working with other people, working on my own, uh, hypnosis, NLP, whatever it is that I was studying and doing, I continuously saw the kind of things that made me happy, that gave me fulfillment. And it, it was only until I literally was like, okay, okay, all right, all right. Like it doesn't get, I get it. I, I see that what, what I see what it is that I want to do. And talking about, you know, at least a decade of consciously exploring to then the next process is going for it. Uh, Go ahead. uh, Just one
1: one aha moment that Mm -hmm. I had had after working nine years in different companies and different situations for me was when I realized that who I worked with and the environment of what it was like was was at, at certain points more important than the actual thing I was doing. that uh, Because there was one job where I didn't trust my boss, I hated the environment, but it w- I was doing exactly what I wanted to do, but I couldn't stand it. I couldn't wait to get out of there. And then I looked back and I go, you know, when I was working this other place, I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do, but there was such camaraderie between the people I worked with that it made all the difference in the world to me. So it it was a real big aha moment to me that sometimes the environment and the people are more important than what you're doing.
0: Well, you're getting to the basis of humanity, really, because we all go for Mm self-awareness, and we know how important it is to get to know ourselves, to get to know what you want, and there is no greater way of getting to know yourself than in relationship. Mm. So you were aware of the fact that you were learning about yourself through the people you were interacting with. Mm. So... It's an aha moment. It's really the reason why the, you know, the cells split into two in the first place, <laughs> because we're right. mi- it's a, it's almost like there is an, in, an an intrinsic knowing that we split so we can look at each other to get to know about ourselves. It's it, it's this very very sacred. See, relationships are always sacred because I know, and. Some people hear this and they're like, yeah, I heard it before. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I hear it all the time and I really disagree with you because it doesn't make sense. But I know deep inside that there is nothing outside of me. Yes, I have relationships, many, many different relationships with different people, many different types of relationships. And at the same time, they're all very deep reflections of my soul longing to be whole, longing for itself my own child, my own partner, my own businesses, my own community, whatever it may be, there's a really, really deep uh, sparks of the same light. And really noticing that all the relationships that I have are for the betterment of humanity as a whole because I am learning about myself. I am discovering who I really am through my Judgment through my partnerships, through what I feel and think about anyone at any given time. It does take maturity, though. It does take maturity to have self-responsibility. Going for it, right? Going for what you want to do. I've spent the past five years or so trying. I mean, really trying different ways for me, and and trying different expressions, and going for different messaging or. Really, trying out what it is that I do naturally when i 'm in front of people, what it is that I do automatically when i 'm in front of either a group of people or one on one or just smaller groups or bigger groups or whatever it may be, just because i 've had the idea just because that all of the discovery process it came back to me again and again and again that what i 'm here to do is work with people what i 'm here to do is inspire, enlighten become a source of motivation become be the source of a remembering of some kind that we are all connected and world peace quite frankly is not just possible but it's plausible and it does begin Mm. with the recognition of the oneness of ourselves of our own wounding of our own compassion and then you know starting to go for what you want is actually it's it's Like I said, going for it, it's a pretty tiring process because you keep learning about yourself. Right. You keep learning about yourself. It is, like I said, it's overwhelming when you're open. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's going to get to a point where it's easier because I'm learning more and more how to be honestly, how to be honest, how to be open, how to not be afraid that my own truth and saying what I want to explore would get me in trouble, would get me excommunicated from the church, from the synagogue, from the community. Uh, really knowing deep inside that when I go for what I want, what I express, what I want to explore, it doesn't take anything from anyone else. Th- those are pretty pretty tough subjects to to really explore in our society right now, and it does take a sort of bravery, and it's, it takes a sort of a really deep personal dedication and commitment to personal growth, to the human evolution, and that the biggest what i find that when you go for what you want when you are actually in the second act and you are trying on different things the the way to really discover your gift is to see how you handle your own guilt your own shame your own resistance hmm. and that's something that we most of us just in the past we can say at least would literally just disappear you know, we go for something. I see it all the time. We go for something new. We launch a new business. We launch a new project. We put up a new meetup. We have a saloon or something. whatever it may be. Most of the time, we, we we experience the pushback or even worse. It's actually, it's worse evolution-wise. It, we don't get the results we want. We don't get the feedback we want. And people just never talk about it again, including me. Right. How many things have I tried just once? <laughs> And, you know, that's basically my inability to handle my own contradictions, to handle my own oh. guilt, my own shame, whatever that means. You know, really, really holding a bigger vision for yourself takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Especially when it's, when it's a vision of change, when it's, when, when it's a vision of transformation, when it's a vision that pushes the envelope. I'm talking to all of you. You know, if you're listening to this show, you are a rebel rouser. You are a trickster. You are a wizard of sort. You are here to really shake things up. We And it, there, is, there is a need. There is a need for this place where we throw fra- flash grenades. You know, disruptors, right? <laughs> we, that's what they call them. There's technology right. disruptors, disruptors. There's consciousness disruptors. There's many Absolutely. kinds of dis- disruptors because sometimes we are so stuck in our patterns sometimes i know i am for so long that you don't really know what to do you just know you keep getting the same result right and
1: like the grooves get deeper and deeper and deeper and it takes something massive to pull you out of it or to wake you up or to shock you into doing saying oh
0: i gotta stop this and i continuously pray and one of the reasons that I continuously make changes, sometimes maybe too many, sometimes too fast. I totally get that. Uh, I don't always get uh, positive. Uh, people around me sometimes get hurt by my action because it's fast. Sometimes it's too fast. Sometimes it's too, uh, it, it brings up too many things. And at the same time, I know that i'm i am i would rather wake myself up than wait for the world to wake me up rudely mm. yeah. i don't want it to be my health right i don't want to lose someone that I love i don't mm. want to like experience trauma that is usually brought by life correcting itself. I definitely don't want to wait until you know quote self sabotage yes. i I want to take proactive uh action and it doesn't always look pretty but I'm guided by my soul. I'm guided to a place where I know that in order to experience change, sometimes we have to force ourselves into change. So in order to really know, I have some of the notes that I took for going for it, process, it does take action, but that's spaced. Like we said, you go for things, but you give right. it time. You give it space. Clear communication is the key. Mm. And you can't really expect to always have clear communication because things get clear to you once your experience (laughs) so much of our learning so much of our Mm -hmm. lessons that's why it's what it is that you want to explore you know you know burn that into your consciousness going for what you want is going for what you want to explore if you promise yourself to clearly communicate or honestly communicate authentically communicate as often as you have the courage to it's it's hard for us to think that we're always going to do it it's hard Mm -hmm. to think that we're always going to be honest there are certain things sometimes we are literally not ready for. We ourselves, right. we're not ready for because we know. How many things you know that if you went around and you told everybody everything, you actually, w- it wouldn't be good for you. Right. Like, yeah, sure. maybe it'd be good for you because spiritually the world will support you. But we have to be able to handle the change ourselves. We have to be able to stretch our own rubber band just enough so it doesn't rip. Right. I, you know, I've always wanted to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. But Mm. it's it's not. It hasn't been very realistic. Yes, but truth without compassion can be cruel.
1: Is a quote I heard a long ago, and it's burned into my mind. Okay. So what do you got to tell me? Because yes, telling truth all the time may sound like a good thing, but is it the compassionate thing? And sometimes being compassionate means not having to tell your whole truth right away. I'm not saying you have to lie. I'm not saying you have to hide your truth but you know maybe you do things as slowly, a step at a time. Make sure that you know who you're communicating with is open to what you're about to tell them
0: before you you know go for the full monte as they say. Listen there is such a thing too much light does blind people. Right. We know that. Now, it's not an excuse to lie to bullshit, but it's a real invitation to discover that as the world is changing and we ourselves are discovering our truths more and more, just because we have learned something doesn't mean the whole world uh, can handle it in the same way we do. Right? We are the ones that are making the change. We are the frontier, or as my mother would say, we are the last ones to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and it's important to know that as you go for it, there's a big piece about trusting your experience there is um, you have to modify and refine things all the time and again telling the truth is it's such a key component that i'll be honest <laughs> speaking of telling the truth mm-hmm. i don't know what it's like i haven't really experienced a life where i am radically honest with everyone around me And I definitely look forward to see what that's going to do to the next part of my life.
2: Know you are loved. rest in peace, dream your sweet dreams, till your soul is released, know you
0: and we're back so what works is space taking action cultivating presence cultivating authentic and honest communication what doesn't work is hurrying up acting from a sense of fear being frantic and not telling the truth even though we need to space it sometimes and even though we can't tell all of the truth, we ultimately need to tell all of the truth to ourselves. That's, That's the most sure. important thing. That's for sure. You need to know where you're holding yourself back. Right. You need to know where you feel like you, the world is not ready for you. And yet at the same time, you will not experience the magic and the blessings and the miracles that you believe that you, that, that you want. Because... Even if you are holding the truth, especially, you know, believing that it's, the world is not ready, yada, 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 there is real truth to it and know that there is no inside or outside. So whatever we are holding, whatever we are holding to ourselves, whatever light we are not willing to share with the world because we make the decision what is right and what is wrong and what is too much and what is too little... We are affecting our own way, our own ability to fully shine and fully express ourselves. So that's a very, very personal journey. And, you know, I'm exploring things in my life that I actually never thought I would. I don't know if about never, but definitely growing up. I never thought that I would. I grew up watching romantic comedies my whole life, at least secretly as a religious kid. I never thought that I, you know, with a... I to be a spiritual teacher, a community builder, a rabbi without religion in New York City, you know having a partner, my wife, having a kid that's about to turn four, and also knowing that one of the main conversations as ho- at home is op- you know, open relationships, dynamic intimacy, going for what you want, having relate- sexual connections with other people, like what? those are not this is this is this is not what i was raised with and yet those are very important topics for me to explore discuss and share because they're real for me they're true for me i also find them very true for most men i come in touch with and in contact with but we'll save that for next week's show when (laughs) carrie comes on and you get the female perspective well it's, it, it really is a partnership this is not yeah. about the man or the woman doing what they want this is about a, a, a reverence and an appreciation for each other and what it really means to have love for one another what it really means to hold space for each other and what it really means to allow the other person to go for what they want to explore without the, without the guilt, shame without making it bad and without trying to, without thinking that we know exactly where we're going, but the space, the compassion, like you said, the permission to bring up anything and everything, the permission to explore fantasies, the permission to really and truly explore all of the facets of the, comp, you know, because we, as humans, we are so complex. There's so many layers. There's so many realms. I've always refused to believe that there is right and wrong and, I mean there definitely is consequences there definitely is you either hurt you know you can you can take actions that hurt people and you can take actions that uh, do not show full care but it's not in the traditional sense what i'm talking about is really what is the co- potential of a human being what is our capacities uh driving us to and it's been it's been a ride it's been a real real journey to be a man to be a man in this world to to definitely until now i have felt that i have had to maintain a separate reality in my own self as much as i would say that it's not and i'm consolidating all my versions i have still spent so much of my life just feeling like i if I talk to my wife about this, that she would be threatened. if I talk to my community about this i would be i would look to, uh, I would looked at as you know whatever it may be, whatever the projections may be and i 'm really realizing that in order for me, Aurea, to go to the next place in my life to go to a place where i 'm not just paying my bills i 'm not just owning a small business and i 'm not just content with uh you know, living. If I truly want to make a, a change that's lasting, if I truly want to work towards, for me the goal is world peace through inner peace. It really is knowing what it is that you love through exploring what it is that I love. Through being honest what it is that turns me on. Through being honest what it is that I wish that I could explore if there was no way to do it wrong. And those are the those are the places that you can't do it alone i mean Mm. i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my partner i wouldn't i wouldn't be talking about this stuff if i didn't experience unconditional love and such spaciousness that literally opens you know it's been opening up my heart it's been opening up my world and that i only hope and pray to be able to pay forward repay and hold the same space for her uh, people in the community and the rest of the world the world does need some examples of what, what, it's, what it's really like to be in true partnerships not not a place where the safety and security and doing the right thing is uh, morals and virtue and whatever whatever society came up with in order to keep it safe it, it, that isn't the only way there is an entirely different and new and expanded reality where we really truly let the other let each other be ourselves fully and that does mean a lot of awkward moments that does mean a lot of really really hard conversations and what i find so that's what we talked about the first segment Mm -hmm. i have get to have a vulnerable real vulnerable conversation that I stayed with and I continue to hold the space for and not experience world and life-changing transformations. Mm-hmm. I have definitely many times been honest, explored something new and backed out and said, whoa, 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 I don't like this answer. I don't like yeah. what it's doing to the other person. I don't like how they're feeling. And I would say, I'm backing out. Forget it. It's all good. I'm wrong. This is stupid. I want, you know and carrie has been really the first one in my life that's been holding it for me and when i do go into vulnerable situations and share some really deep truths and i go back to trying to back out she goes whoa you can't back out <laughs> <laughs> you just can't back out this is this, this is something you do this is something you keep talking about she has actually told me times again and again i don't i don't i don't trust i don't trust you backing out? Like I don't really uh-huh. believe what you're saying because if you keep saying something, and right. something keeps coming up, and it's only fear that has you back out, mm. then let's really explore. And you know, as I said, this is more of a preview for next week's show. Right. I'm truly excited about. Uh, I'm excited about working with her closely and in, in general. It's been, you know, we talk about partnerships. We talk about being together. But as I said, so much of our life has been apart. Me playing the role of the man in the house, consciously or unconsciously, and her playing uh, the, home, uh, the home taker, the whatever it is, the traditional roles. And we are coming together and saying we want more. We want more from each other. We want more from our lives. We want more than just playing out these traditional roles. And we're not afraid we're not afraid to be afraid we're not afraid to take real risks we're not afraid to to go places where most people and in our society would feel like you can never come back from and these places are very 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 thrilling and exciting and scary and I, i really really hope that you find the courage to tell yourself the truth the courage to realize that there is some stuff that you want to explore in your life, in your career in your relationships, you ought to at least admit it so you know that the reason why you're not experiencing fulfillment, joy and the true American dreams, the place where we are creating on reality, when we do uh, we are in charge, or at least we have a partnership with life on our destiny, it lies really after making those tough decisions decisions after admitting those places in you that you want to explore and i know i know i know how difficult it is especially for people stuck in situations relationships organizations jobs religions that you know you really feel like if you were to express yourself if you were really to say here is what i want to explore you would be unsafe you'd be kicked out you'd be thrown out well Sometimes that's what you really need. And sometimes, actually most of the time, when we speak the truth, when we tell ourselves the truth, I promise you, the world, the world does nothing but truly, truly reorient itself to support you, to take care of you. Because when you tell the truth, when you express your raw, authentic self, life, life is harmonious. Life thrives life thrives on your truth this is Aurea being community radio and we will talk and share and love each other next week